0: Welcome to the reading of On Parts and Presidents, my name is Brad Goles, and this is chapter two, The Pull. This is not going to do, Balin said to himself as he stared at the pipe in his hand. He replaced it in his pocket and slammed the panel door shut. What am I to do? Balin murmured to himself with folded arms. He pondered on the spot. Maybe they're still back there where I left them, he thought to himself and departed from the still machine. He made his long way back to where he thought he had left the gears and walked about through the tall grasses, sweeping across the ground with his eyes as he wandered in circles. But he couldn't seem to find where the small pile of gears he had left behind was. He searched for hours in the hot sun until he gave up. He lied down in the grass for a while to think, feeling the soft grass beneath him with his palms and fingers. Finally, he decided to go see his friend Vivian Braden. She had magical powers and could maybe fabricate for him some one-and-a-half-inch gears. Lady Vivian might be able to help me make some of these gears, he thought. So he traveled far south from Merlin's machines, along the edge of the city, and across the rural countryside to the village where her family lived. He walked past the small huts and houses to a very simple-looking dwelling, built with brick and wood shingles. Balin knocked on the open door and saw a slender and graceful woman seated at a bench, dexterously stitching cloth together. Hi, Dame Braden, Balin greeted her. Is your daughter here? Dame Braden smiled at the young man, then turned around in her chair. Oh, Vivian, Dame Braden called out. Yes, mother? A young woman's voice called back from far away. Sir Balin's here to see you, the lady shouted, smiling at Balin. Oh, the girl replied. Good. Balin, stay right there. I'll come get you. Dame Braden turned back to face Balin, who awkwardly stared at his feet. Lady Vivian burst forth out of some tall grasses with a great big smile on her face. Balin, you're here, she said with glee. Aren't you supposed to be working? I am, but then I ran into a problem I need your help with, he replied. Do you happen to have any one and... Well, it just so happens I also have a problem you could help me with, she said. Come. She grabbed his hand and, as they ran off together, Balin blushed. Be careful now, you two, Lady Vivian's mother warned as the two of them left. What is it, Viv? Balin asked, barely able to contain his excitement that Lady Vivian was pulling him by the wrist deep into the forest. He felt the warmth of her surprisingly strong grip. He couldn't wipe the stupid grin from his face. She led him through the woods to his brother Balin, who was standing next to a sword that was stuck upright, blade down, in a large stone boulder. Yeah, so we've been trying to get this darn sword out, she said as she let go of Balin's hand and swiftly clambered atop the large boulder. Tight as your mom's asshole. Hey, both Balin and Sir Balin cried out in unison, resenting the comment. Relax, she said with a sly smile. Twas merely a jape. Sir Balin still looked mad as Balin approached the boulder that Lady Vayne was standing on. She began to yank up hard on the golden handle of the sword with both hands, to no avail. Then waved Balin over as she rested her hand upon its golden hilt. Come and give it a shot, she cried out. He won't be able to, Sir Balin said jokingly with an air of smugness. If you and I can't, I'm sure Lin here is not going to be able to succeed. Balin snarled at Sir Balin before approaching the boulder and nimbly scaling it. Thanks for listening. For more parts and precedents, please check out partslog.com. That's B E R D S L O G dot com. Have a good day.